Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Eating Salads. It's me again, Austin Crosby. Um, man, today it's been all back and forth. I've been just snacking on some tuna salad. Let's get that out of the way. It has been a culinary roller coaster. Uh, it has been a whew, DIY roller coaster. And uh, while this is going, try and think beforehand where the injury will come into play. How did I get hurt today? Um, was it A, making a hidey hole for my gun? Was it B, riding my scooty around in the perfect 60 degree weather? Or was it C, standing on an aluminum ladder while doing electrical work? <sighs> now, the beginning of the day started uh, simply enough with some cartoons, with uh, some beautiful weather. Like I was mentioning, I have that thermostat hooked up uh, on the sliding door. And the weather said that it could be 70 today. I went out and looked at the thermostat. And it was in the 50s in the morning. And it climbed to 69 degrees and stayed pretty much at that point until we went out on a scooter ride, like I just said. So... Pretty fantastic. Pretty much loved that. Opened the windows, played some music. And uh, first DIY project that I can recall of the day was coming in and uh, adding a little bit of a toe kick panel to our panel dishwasher. If you're not aware, panel dishwasher, it means instead of seeing the door of the dishwasher, it's the wood of our cabinets uh, that get mounted to the dishwasher so it blends in. Well... When you do that, they also, it has a black toe kick. And we always knew that we wanted to do a uh, toe kick return to cover that detail. But, uh, you know, that just gets put way down the punch list. But I finally did it today. There was some highly detailed wood gluing and setting up for it to dry. And it continues to dry. It's kind of test fitted in there, but there's this almost leather strap to the dishwasher hinge, if you can imagine, and that rubs it when it opens and closes, which pushes it back and forth. And I want it to be really well set before I uh, affix it to the dishwasher itself, but it's gonna look good, I think. Now, other than that, um, I feel like there was, I feel like there was more DIY stuff, but we have these two track lights and we have had these two track lights in the house forever. And from the ground floor or from ground level, you would have always thought that they were identical. I mean, they had the, the same bulb fittings, it seemed like. Um, it, it, I mean, track lighting is track lighting, right? Well, we threw out the pendants for the track light in our sitting room, but have had the pendants still on the track light in the living room. And as we get closer to building our own lighting for the living room, we figured, hey, let's take it down, the track light that is, and transfer the actual pendants from the living room to the sitting room where the track is still in place. Uh, I took the old light down so Casey could paint around it. Oh, another project. I took some spray foam and I spray foamed around the light box in the living room to hopefully seal that because uh, a lot of the times the leakage from your house is the ceiling lights. Can lights are notorious for it. 
Um, there's not much you can do except for spray foam around the socket and uh, between the socket and the drywall. So we did some of that. And then I used the rest of the can of foam to do some uh, touch-up sealing down in the basement and to help soundproof the laundry room. But, uh, you know, you always got to have a plan in your mind for when you're about to crack open some spray foam. Have a second and third place. You can put the excess. Um, but alas, they weren't the same. They did not fit. They did not power up. So I said, you know what? I'll just replace the track. They're two nearly identical tracks. This is going to be a little bit more work, but let's replace it. The problem here is I got lazy. I couldn't find my detector, my safety little beeper for if the electricity is on. And I always get switches confused. I always think that up is off and down is on because in my mind, you would walk into a room and flip down the light switch instead of flip up. And uh, Casey thinks that's crazy, but that's why binaries are so inherently flawed. Well, if you guessed C, this is where I got injured. Uh, it's nothing serious, but I was up on this ladder and uh, I went to go unscrew the light fixture. And it's one of those light fixtures where the screws are what holds the wire in. And so I unscrewed the negative. I unscrewed the ground and... Then I went to unscrew the positive and it was a deep, deep electrocution. Um, one where I was legitimately in a, a state of shock for, for several moments and you just kind of hold on to it for an instant. And then I got down from the ladder, you know, I didn't fall off the ladder. Uh, it didn't stop my heart, but you definitely felt it. You definitely felt electrocuted for the next several minutes and I took a long break because of that uh similarly to the Tesla stuff when Tesla was here and the guy got stung by a bee he took like a 35 minute break or 45 minute break and, and filled out a form I was just a little worried I was so worried that I actually googled what to do after an electrocution and uh when it, I when they said CPR, I was like, okay, I'm good. I don't need CPR. <laughs> I'm still standing here. But it, it gave us a good scare. And uh, put a pin in that project. Then I moved on to make a hidey hole for my gun. I think that that is uh, something that's kind of satisfying. It, uh, Yeah, it's, it's a fun little thing. I mounted a holster on the inside of a board that uh, goes into the carpentry of the house. So that if I pulled this board off the wall, there's a gun on it. And uh, that's, you know, it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Uh, other than that, the weather was so nice. We'd been chilling. We'd had the windows open and listening to music. Casey had been painting. You know, I, I had been on like three or four projects, little things. And uh, I made some delicious, you guys will appreciate this. I took some crescent roll from that like pop tin thing you know like the Pillsbury but it was Walmart brand that you like unravel and then pop it uh I I've been I've done this a couple times to make a sort of kolache but we had a, two different types of sausage one of them was a uh sweet apple chicken sausage and the other one was more of a smoked andouille we took those with uh some buttery garlic Indian-type sauce and Diablo sauce from Trader Joe's. Sorry, Diablo sauce from Taco Bell. That other sauce was from Trader Joe's. 
also some Torchy's taco sauce, and we made an assortment of different kinds of sausage rolls. Baked them, had those, delicious, delicious. Then, later, because it was such a great day, and we had been bouncing around to so many different little projects, um, Casey and I decided to go on a scooter ride. And it was a beautiful scooter ride in truly fantastic weather that you could even wear a sweater. And uh, yeah, we went to Dairy Queen and got blizzards. And it's been quite magical, as you can imagine. So on that note, <coughs> watch now, I need CPR all these hours later. I choke on my tuna salad and someone has the CPR on me. Um, okay, maybe this will be like, what? You guys will go like, that's crazy. How wild is this girl that went missing? Her boyfriend and her were living van life and now she's no longer. Um, it seems kind of wild. There's police camera body cam footage of interviewing each of them and he seems like really calm and like laughing it off and she seems like really disturbed and uh crying and stuff and yeah then he just drove the van back and then come home and i think that this is like a um this is gonna be like every other case of like woman goes missing and everyone immediately blames the guy like is if it happened on a cruise ship or you know i remember god there was that one video that we watched at some point where the uh, the police come into the guy's home and he like walks them around the house talking about how he hasn't seen his wife and kid, I think. The kid misses too. And they like walk through the whole house and it's used as an example of like so psychopaths that this dude could be so removed from the reality that he could give this like crazy tour of his house to the police while his wife is missing anyway hey what do you guys think happened there check it out maybe you can guess what i thought happened there uh, and if you're on a, a streak of you know also guessing c to our question earlier then you're really on a roll congratulations hey um that being said please stay healthy oh hey a guy earlier i was on the phone talking to my mom and uh a guy was on his bicycle, like pedaling circles around in the street, like staring at our house. And I was watching him through the window and he like waved and then rode away. And I was like, what a weird thing. Like, it's such a strange dynamic that we have this house that people stop in front of and look at or like come by. And I've started to suspect, this will sound kind of crazy, but I've started to suspect that uh, maybe Tesla has diverted the navigation in its cars to come by Tesla roof houses because there are already so many Teslas in the world, but they must know that like for the majority of Tesla drivers, the roof and batteries would cost less for people than their cars in upfront cost. And then one costs money to run and the other one saves money to run. So it would be pretty clever to divert if someone lived like on the other side of town and had to get past our house, like don't take them on four lane roads, take them through this neighborhood and right past the house. And that could over the course of someone's whole commute, like really sell them on your product, just driving by it. And I, I know that sounds crock pot crazy, but um, there are a lot of Teslas, a lot of Teslas come by. It seems like we have been declared a point of interest 
on their navigation system. Enough for me to say this and not feel stupid. So anyway, guys, um, thank you so much for tuning in. Please stay healthy. As always, come again tomorrow.